Hello, friends. This is Darren Hayes of PigskinDispatch.com. Before we take you to your favorite Sports History Network show, just want to tell you a little bit about some merch that you can pick up that represents your favorite SHN podcast. So far, there's t-shirts, coffee mugs, and even books from some of the authors that do podcasts right here on SHN. Who could buy something better than that than have the history right from the, the gentleman that you hear talking about it? But we also are adding things each and every day. And where's that store, may you ask? Well, it's at SportsHistoryNetwork.com. Up at the top, there is the SHN. HN merch button. Click on that. It'll take you right to the store and you can be representing your favorite podcast and show the world that, hey, on the swag that I'm using, it's the headquarters of Sports Yesteryear, Sports History Network, and my favorite podcaster, the Sports History Network store. Shop there today. During this football by numbers journey that we've had, we've had some big numbers with some great athletes that have, we've talked about. But jersey number 88 is who we discussed today. And boy, is there a plethora of names that we can put on our top 10 list. See who we do and put on our list and more coming up in just a moment. This is the Pigskin Daily History Dispatch, a podcast that covers the anniversaries of American football events throughout history on a day-to-day basis. Your host, Darren Hayes, is podcasting from America's North Shore to bring you the memories of the gridiron one day at a time. So as we come out of the tunnel of the Sports History Network, let's take the field and go no huddle through the portal of positive gridiron history with pigskindispatch.com. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hello, my football friends. This is Darren Hayes of PigskinDispatch.com, and welcome to the Pigpen, your portal to positive football history and to the Sports History Network, your headquarters of sports yesteryear. And today, our football by numbers, as we said at the intro, we are at jersey number 88. And what great players that we have to talk about today. We have a very, very large sample size of men that are in the Hall of Fame that wore jersey number 88. This is going to be one of the biggest lists yet of uh, players that are in the uh, the Hall of Fame. And uh, let's go through who the Hall of Fame says that are in the uh, Hall of Fame that wore jersey number 88. And that's Alan Page, Marvin Harrison, Tony Gonzalez, Michael Irvin, Lynn Swan, Drew Pearson, John Mackey, Chris Carter, Max Speedy, Charlie Sanders, and Ace Parker. And if that's a, an all-star lineup, I don't know what is. That is just uh, some fantastic players. And we're going to dig into these guys. And I think we'll start off with the first gentleman we talked about, and that's Mr. Alan Page. Now, back in August 7th, uh, we did a nice article on because it was August 7th was Alan Page's birthday. And we wrote that he was a defensive end from Notre Dame selected to enter into the College Football Hall of Fame. And he's a member of that famed 1966 Fighting Irish National Championship team. Mr. Page went on to have a tremendous 15-year pro career as part of the famed Purple People Eaters of the Minnesota Vikings and later three seasons with the Chicago Bears. In 1967, he won the NFL Rookie of the Year honor. As a Viking, Allen played in four Super Bowls, Super Bowl IV, Super Bowl VIII, Super Bowl IX, and Super Bowl XI. But unfortunately, he never got a chance to hoist that Lombardi trophy. Page was named to the 1970s NFL All-Decade Team, inducted into the Vikings Ring of Honor, and the great defender also has his bronze bust placed in the Pro Football Hall of Fame in Canton. Now, he has... Uh, you know, nine Pro Bowls during that great career, six times as an All-Pro, uh, you know, NFL championship technically 1969 because the AFL had their champions, the NFL had their champions uh, for that Super Bowl uh, uh, 
run that the, they had back then. But so actually, the Minnesota Vikings were the NFL champion. They weren't the Super Bowl champion. And, he, and during his career, 148 and a half sacks unofficially uh, by the Pro Football Reference. Uh, of course, we talked about that. John Turney and Nick Webster came up with those great statistics from the Pro Football Journal that are at the Pro Football Reference now. And uh, yeah, just a tremendous career of rushing the passer and clogging the line. And we're in jersey number 88 as a defensive lineman. Sounds crazy to us today, but not so crazy when you were Alan Cedric Page, a great defensive tackle. And he is going to be one that we're going to put on a list right away here because his, his resume is just way too strong. Now, we're going to start getting into uh, some other players, uh, some, some wide receivers. But before we do, let's talk about a tight end. And how about Tony Gonzalez? Now, everybody's familiar with Tony Gonzalez. He only retired not that long ago. Uh, the 2013 season was his last season. Boy, that's time's gone by. It's been almost a decade now. Uh, but he came in 1997 with the Kansas City Chiefs and was there for 12 years and five years with the Atlanta Falcons. And this man, man, what did he play? 14 Pro Bowls, six times as an All-Pro, All-2000s team, 88 his entire career, uh, 1,325 receptions, 15,127 yards, 111 touchdowns uh, for Tony Gonzalez. I believe he had, that's a record at the tight end position, and it's held by him alone. And, uh, you know, like we said, he went in the Hall of Fame a, a few years ago. Just a tremendous player, Tony Gonzalez. And, you know, I think he holds just about every statistic that you can for the tight end position. And, you know, one of those basketball stars that sort of turned the the tides on uh, what the... NFL coaches and player personnel directors were looking for at the tight end. Very athletic basketball player turned to play football, but he did play football in college at the uh, uh, in California there. So he a uh, very uh, tough player to, to play against, uh, to defend, and he is going on to our list as our second player on her 17 seasons wearing that number 88. All right, now we're going to get into a run of uh, these wide receivers. You know, how about Marvin Harrison? It's our first one up. You know, Marvin, 1,102 receptions, 14,580 yards receiving, 128 touchdowns, eight Pro Bowls, three All-Pros, a Super Bowl championship with the Colts, all 2000s decade team. And he was a Colt from 1996 all the way to 2008 and uh, really teamed up with some fantastic years with Peyton Manning. Uh, he led the league in 1999 with 1,663 yards. He led the league in receptions with 102 in 2000. In 2002, he led the league in both receptions, 443, and yards, 1,722. And, uh, you know, he, he went over 1,200 yards uh, about four or five times during his career and went over 1,000 most of his career. So just a fantastic wide receiver and uh, not many better than Marvin Harrison. And that's why he is in the Hall of Fame. And that's why he's going on as the third player to go on our list, going right in uh, to the uh, our best players here. Now, Michael Irvin, another interesting number 88, wore the jersey for 12 seasons uh, with the Dallas Cowboys his entire career, 1988 to 1999. Part of that great uh, Dallas Cowboys offense, the triplets they called them, Troy Aikman, Emmett Smith, and Michael Irvin of the, the 1990s Dallas Cowboys. 
And this man had 750 receptions, 11,904 yards, 65 touchdowns, uh, five Pro Bowls, one All-Pro, three-time Super Bowl champion, all 1990s team. And, you know, I don't know that I can put him in with those uh, numbers like that because there are so many other great players, but we're going to put him on standby. He is definitely on the inside track. Uh, Lynn Swan, one of my favorites. Uh, numbers aren't going to look that great. Played in a little bit different era uh, than you know Gonzalez and Marvin Harrison and uh, Michael Irvin, but uh, he is a four-time Super Bowl champion, All 1970s team, 1981 Walter Payton Player of the Year uh, in the Hall of Fame. Uh, f- uh, came out of the USC 1974 he was drafted by Pittsburgh and what a draft class they had you know Swan Stallworth Webster um I believe Jack Lambert, Donnie Shell was picked up as uh, an undrafted free agent. Just uh, Bill Nunn and the staff down there, the Roonies, just had a fantastic, probably the greatest draft in NFL history. But uh, during his career, he had 336 receptions, 5,462 yards, a 16.3 yards per catch, 51 touchdowns in an era where they ran the ball more than they passed the ball. And, uh, you know, a Super Bowl MVP. Uh, was on his palette also. I believe Super Bowl Ten that was against the Dallas Cowboys. And what a tremendous uh, game he had in that game. And, you know, just a fantastic player. And here's another one. I, you know, I love the guy. I don't know that I can put him on the list right away here. Nine seasons wearing the 88. Uh, Drew Pearson, another uh, re- great receiver from that same era as Swan. You know, the Dallas Cowboys, he was their answer to Swan. Um, you know, played with the Cowboys from 1973 to 1983. His entire career, 489 receptions, 7,822 yards, 48 touchdowns, three Pro Bowls, three All-Pros, a one-time Super Bowl champion, all-1970s team for him also, and in the Hall of Fame. Drew Pearson, another fantastic receiver, and uh, boy, I just can't uh, can't pull the trigger on putting these guys in right at that time. Uh, John Mackey, another Hall of Famer, nine seasons wearing the number 88 in the NFL, and he is a great tight end, uh, five Pro Bowls, three times All-Pro, a Super Bowl championship, and an NFL championship, all-1960s team. The Baltimore Colts drafted him 1963. He stayed with them through the 71 season and one year, 1972, with the San Diego Chargers. And, uh, you know, 331 receptions, 5,236 yards, 38 touchdowns for the tight end. And remember, that tight end position was a little bit different back then, more of a blocker, an extra lineman. And uh, they were just learning how to use them. So not going to be Gonzalez or Gronkowski numbers or Antonio Gates. But uh, like we talked about the other day with the... um, Dave Casper, just a very solid tight end at that position for a dinner during an era where they ran the ball quite a bit. But Johnny Unitas was throwing the passes to him, so uh, you know nothing to to look bad about on that. But another one we cannot put in right away. Um, maybe at the end we can. Uh, Chris Carter wore number 88 only for one season, though, and we'll take a peek here to see when Chris Carter, of course, we know he wore number 80 for most of his career uh, with Philadelphia and with the Minnesota Vikings, most famously, but uh, he did wear number 88 as a member of the Miami Dolphins in the 2002 season. Didn't accomplish, but only played uh, five games wearing a number 88. So I'm not sure that we can uh, classify him in his very deep class of uh, talking about him and getting him into our um, uh, top 10 list here. 
Max Speedy's another Hall of Famer that wore the jersey for only one season. And uh, Max Speedy wore that jersey number in the NFL, according to the Pro Football Hall of Fame, uh, back in... Uh, 1952 with the Cleveland Browns. Now remember, that's that year where the NFL made all the teams uh, change their numbers of positions. So your left end, you have to wear 88. Prior to that, he wore number 58 with the Cleveland Browns from 46 in the AAFC for four years and then three years in the NFL. Uh, 51, 50 and 51 in the NFL wore 58 and then 88 wore on 1952. And uh, you know, another great uh, player, two Pro Bowls, three-time All-Pro NFL Championship, four AAFC Championships, all 1940s team, 33 touchdowns, 5,602 yards uh, for this great end. But only one year we're number 88. And I think that sort of takes him out of contention as well, just like uh, Max Speedy was. Uh, Charlie Sanders, though, he wore the jersey as a Hall of Famer for 10 seasons, wore number 88. And, uh, you know, what a great career that Charlie Sanders had at the tight end position. Detroit Lions, his entire career, 1968 all the way to 1977, 336 receptions, 4,817 yards, 31 touchdowns, seven Pro Bowls, three times All-Pro, and all 1970s team, and also in the Hall of Fame. So another tight end that we have to to consider, and uh, we'll put him on our list to take a look at here at the end. Now, Ace Parker's our last Hall of Famer that we, to talk about, and he, too, only wore the jersey for one season uh, for Ace Parker. Of course, he played uh, you know, tailback, defensive back, a little bit of quarterback, and uh, wore 88 in his final year with the New York Yanks in 1946 uh, in the, I believe, in the AAFC. Uh, previously played with Brooklyn and with Boston uh, prior to that in the 19, late 1930s, 1940s, early. Um, so he uh, had uh, 30 uh, touchdowns passing, had picked off 50 passes in uh, two Pro Bowls and uh, two times All-Pro in uh, 1940 Joe Carr uh, Player of the Year and uh, is in the Hall of Fame also. But only one season wearing that number 88 and I don't think that uh, that's going to be quite good enough to uh, get him into this great list. So let's talk about some of these players that are not yet in the Hall of Fame. Uh, first one to talk about, let's talk about another tight end who just recently retired, Greg Olson. And uh, Greg Olson, you know, most famously the Carolina Panthers and uh, Chicago Bears and uh, final year with uh, Seattle last year. Just uh, tremendous. Uh, 742 receptions, 8,683 yards, 60 touchdowns for this man that had made it to three Pro Bowls. Uh, never quite got to win that big game. Uh, so, but always was very uh, much a possession receiver. And uh, he wore the jersey number for 10 seasons. And we're going to put him in contention for our number, our top 10, number 88s of all time. Demarius Thomas, another man that just recently retired. Big wide receiver who came in with the Denver Broncos. And remember how he came in with a splash. Um, then played uh, most of his career with Denver in nine years. And one year with Houston, one year with the New York Jets in 2019 and uh, 724 receptions 9,763 yards uh, 13.5 yards per catch 63 touchdowns four Pro Bowls one time Super Bowl champion uh, with the Denver Broncos when Peyton Manning was there Uh, wore uh, 88 for uh, 
a bunch of those years with the Denver Broncos, uh, nine seasons, and but also were number 87 and number 18 uh, with some of the other teams he played for. Not sure there again that uh, we can put him in, but we'll talk about him. Uh, Des Bryant, another person that's going to be probably, uh, you know, have some great numbers to consider. Uh, 537 receptions, 7,506 yards, 75 touchdowns, three Pro Bowls, one All-Pro, a Dallas Cowboy from 2010 through 2017, and then missed a season with the injury and was not signed in 2019, and last year played with Baltimore, didn't do much with Baltimore. But another man to uh, had a great career but I'm not sure that he's going to get in on this list because this is just some tremendous players that we have to talk about here. Next player on our list is Al Toon. And Al Toon, he wore the jersey number for eight years. And a uh, you know, great player that came into the league with the New York Jets, stayed there his entire career, 1985 to 1992. And uh, you know, for his career, 517 receptions, ju- uh, just over 6,600 yards, 31 TDs. And he had uh, three Pro Bowl appearances and one time as an All-Pro. Uh, uh, again, we'll put him on the list, but I'm not sure that that's going to be quite enough to uh, get in here. Uh, Chris Burford is a, another one that's a, you know, a wide receiver in a split end. A Dallas Texans from 1960 to 62, and then they turned into the Kansas State Chiefs, so he stayed there through the rest of his career in the AFL through 1967. So his whole career is in the AFL, 391 receptions, 5,500 yards, and 5,505 yards, 55 touchdowns. Um, Two-time AFL champion, one Pro Bowl, one All-Pro in the AFL. Uh, another superior player uh, that we got to talk about here today. And another player we want to make sure we mention is um, the uh, Tory Holt. Uh, you know, this guy has got some big-time numbers. Uh, you know, of course, he won the Super Bowl championship with the uh, L.A. Rams. I'm sorry, St. Louis Rams. He was with St. Louis from 1999 through the 2008 season. And then in 2009, went to the Jacksonville Jaguars. And he had 920 receptions, 13,382 yards, 14.5 yards per catch, 74 touchdowns, Super Bowl championship, all 2000s team, seven Pro Bowl appearances, and one time as an All-Pro. And wow, you know, Torrey Holt, is, uh, but he wore it for three seasons. Uh, that's the thing, the 88 for just three seasons. Not sure, that was 99 through 2001. And... Uh, you know that's that's one thing that sort of sets him back maybe just a hair on that um freddie solomon another great uh player played a little bit quarterback wide receiver running back two-time super bowl champion uh miami dolphins 1975 76 77 then was a san francisco 49er and switched over to the wide receiver from 78 through 1985 and you know he had 48 touchdowns 371 receptions 5846 yards uh, for those great teams two-time super bowl champs uh with the niners and i'm not sure that uh, freddie's even gonna get a smell at this uh this list but a uh, great uh, player all the same uh keith jackson another you know very strong contender here to to get into our top 10 list and uh you know keith just uh, you know played in the tight end position very strong in 1988 season he came with the philadelphia eagles stayed there through 91 miami dolphin for three years and then finished up his career in green bay 95 and 96 and uh 
you know, so great uh, nine-year career, all with number 88. He did win a Super Bowl championship uh, with the Green Bay and five-time Pro Bowler, three times All-Pro, 441 receptions, 5,283 yards, 49 scores at the tight end position. Another tough one, uh, really good one, uh, Keith Jackson uh, for to get onto our list. Uh, um, how about uh, Carlos Carson? You know, he played wore the jersey number for nine years, 1980 through 1989. I guess that'd be 10 seasons. And, you know, Carlos, he uh, was another great wide receiver. Um, played for the Kansas City Chiefs in uh, one final year with Philadelphia. I sort of had a split season that year. Uh, so 11 years in the league, uh, 10 of them wearing the number 88. And 353 receptions, 6,372 yards, 33 scores, and 18.1 yards per catch with those two Pro Bowl appearances uh, for Mr. Carlos Carson. Again, not sure he's going to get onto our list here. But uh, let's take a look at uh, Riley Odoms, uh, another very strong player in NFL history that uh, caught a lot of balls here too. And uh, Riley Odoms was another uh, great player at the position of tight end. Played for the Denver Broncos for his entire career, 1972 through 1983. 396 catches, 5,755 yards, 14.5 yards per catch, 41 touchdowns for Mr. Riley Odoms. Four Pro Bowls and two All-Pros. And another one, I don't know if he's going to get in with those great numbers, but because uh, there's just so many, such competition here. Uh, you know, an- another player to look at, you know, Rich Castor. How about that name from the past? Tight end wide receiver combo, 1970 through the 1977 season with the New York Jets, and then went to the Houston Oilers from 78 uh, through the 80. 80- 1980 season and then went to New Orleans and Washington excuse me uh, later on in his career 322 receptions 5515 yards 17.1 yards per catch 45 touchdowns for Rich Castor with his three Pro Bowls and a Super Bowl championship as a member of the Redskins and um, you know 11 seasons wearing that jersey another great uh, player in NFL history uh, Sonny Randall, another one. You know, these names just keep coming up, folks. We just have so many great players, like I told you. Uh, you know, Sonny Randall, great wide receiver. In 1959, uh, was with the Cardinals, and uh, Chicago Cardinals, and then went moved to St. Louis with the team and stayed there through 1966. Uh, went to the San Francisco 49ers in 67 and played with Dallas part of that final season of, which, of his for 1968. Uh, 365 receptions. 5,996 yards, 65 touchdowns, four Pro Bowls, one All-Pro. Sonny Randall, uh, another great name from the receiving core of the past NFL players. So I think that's going to probably be our, our players that we're going to talk about. There are so many more. You know, Terry Glenn, Al Denson, Dan, Don Norton, Hakeem Nix, Ike Hilliard, uh, Ron Kramer, you know, just some great names, but uh, Aaron Thomas, Sam Williams, uh, Jimmy Giles. But I don't know that they have enough to get into this list with this contest, contest the way it is with these great players. Now, so far, we have three players on for our 10. Alan Page, Marvin Harrison, Tony Gonzalez. I think I'm going to go ahead and put a couple more Hall of Famers on this. I'm going to put Michael Irvin on that because uh, he was definitely important to his team winning some Super Bowls. Same thing with Lynn Swan. I'm going to put him on there. And Drew Pearson uh, as our sixth player. 
now starts getting a little bit uh, dicey here. Um, I, I think that we got to put Greg Olson on there. He's one of the great uh, tight ends of all time. Uh, you know, a little bit overshadowed by uh, Mr. Tony Gonzalez. And we're going to put Torrey Holt on here. I think he's going to be a Hall of Famer real soon here. You know, great uh, career for him. So that make, takes us to eight. Um, I think Charlie Sanders, that Hall of Fame credentials, uh, gives him the upper edge over some of the competition. He's going to go on this list. And, oh boy, for our last one, there are some great choices here. And I think I'm going to lean towards uh, Demarius Thomas because I think he was just that good of a player and uh, really showed some some great stuff on there. But, um, you know, some tremendous players. Uh, go through our list right here again. Alan Page, Tony Gonzalez, Marvin Harrison, Michael Irvin, Lynn Swan, Drew Pearson, Charlie Sanders, Demarius Thomas, Tory Holt, and Greg Olson. Our top 10 greatest number 88s in NFL history. We are sure thankful that you joined us here today. Uh, if you have any comments, questions, or complaints about our list, and you'd like to put in some suggestions of your own, email us at pigskindispatch at gmail.com. Uh, we will be sure to answer each and every email, and we may even have a special edition of this podcast to make some corrections if our uh, listeners have shown us some, some great proof that uh, we made a mistake. We, we want to get this right, and do you, our listeners, are our judges and jury and we can make any corrections based on the facts that you present uh, for the case of your players so we look forward to hearing to, from you on that you can find us each and every day on pigskindispatch.com your favorite podcast provider and on the sportshistorynetwork.com uh, where we are one of a couple dozen different podcasters on there uh, presenting you with great football history and sports history each and every day pigskindispatch.com all kinds of great football content on football history great search box powered by Earl Togo on our front page you can look up just about anything and we have new postings each and every day usually multiples of them and at least one new podcast a day so plenty of listening options uh, for all those choices and reading options on them as well so until tomorrow everybody have a great gridiron day hey are you ready for some football some fantasy football how about some daily fantasy football silly questions right Of course you are. You're ready to talk some smack and win some cash every Sunday and Thursday and Monday and whenever there's football games. The Sports History Network invites you to play your daily fantasy football this season at thrivefantasy.com. Thrive Fantasy offers hundreds of thousands, millions in cash every day on NBA, MLB, PGA, golf, cricket, esports, and of course, NFL football. And just to get the 2021 NFL season started right, Thrive Fantasy is holding its $100,000 guaranteed contest with a $20,000 first prize. Sign up with Thrive Fantasy today to get a 100% match bonus on your first deposit for up to $100 in free daily fantasy football play. Visit sportshistorynetwork.com slash thrive. That's T-H-R-I-V-E. Or enter promo code SHN when positing at the cashier. Join Thrive Fantasy today, earn cash prizes, and support great shows like this at the Sports History Network. Now that's a win-win-win situation for you to kick off your own NFL season. We're taking a peek over at the chains in the down marker. It's fourth and long. We're going to have to punt the ball and get on out of here, but we'll have another series tomorrow for your football history headlines, so be sure to tune in. 
we invite you to check out our website, pigskindispatch.com, not only to see the daily football history, but to experience positive football with our many articles on the good people of the game, as well as our own football comic strip, Cleet Marks Comics. Pigskindispatch.com is also on social media outlets, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and don't forget the Pigskin Dispatch YouTube channel to get all of your positive football news and history. Special thanks to the talents of Mike and Gene Monroe, as well as Jason Neff for letting us use their music during our podcast. Pigskindispatch.com is a proud affiliate of the Sports History Network, the headquarters of sports yesteryear. Hey there, Sports History fan. This is Arnie Chapman, a.k.a. the Football History Dude, and I wanted to thank you for stopping by to listen to another episode here on the Sports History Network. Our podcasters are passionate about uncovering and sharing sports stories from yesteryear. And if you didn't know it already, we have over 30 shows across the network covering all sorts of sports history topics. In fact, here's a glimpse into one of our awesome podcasts here on the network. Each week, the official Football Learning Academy podcast will take you deep into the history of pro football through interviews with players, coaches, or administrators in the NFL, as well as interviews with Pro Football Hall of Fame selectors, authors, and historians. You'll learn how the game evolved and important moments that shaped the sport into what it is today. And don't miss the Pro Football History Nugget of the Week. Listen to the official Football Learning Academy podcast on the Sports History Network. How about that? I bet you're super hyped to go listen to that new podcast, right? Well, to learn about this show and all the other podcasts on the network, head over to sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Again, that's sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Head over there today to find your next favorite sports history podcast.